0: And welcome everyone to another edition of the Indiana High School Football All-Star Digest. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and along with me is my co-host, Hall of Fame coach Ted Huber. And uh, Coach Huber, we're changing, uh, shifting gears, changing a little bit here about how we go about our podcast and what our podcast is about as we kind of are um, walking away from our all-star format. Uh, but don't worry, we're going to get back to it. But right now we got a brand new high school football season on our plate. And we feel like it was important that we uh, kind of uh, take a look at that week by week. And uh, you know, the different classes, the different rankings there. And you've got some of those listed as I look at the paper that you sent me here. Uh, for instance, the Ben Davis uh, Brownsburg game.
1: Yeah, they were uh, what, twenty. 20- 33-22 Brownsburg. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they are a really good football team. John Hart, who uh, won a state championship at Evansville Rights a few years ago, and then he came up and won a state championship at Warren Central. Mm-hmm. uh is an obviously an outstanding football coach and uh we you know, Jason Simmons, the head coach at Ben Davis, thought they were gonna be good and they will be good. Right. Uh you know, each week in especially in the six eight class, I think they're gonna beat up on each other. Sure. You know, and Center Grove is a little bit above the other ones right at this point in time, seems like, because mm-hmm. they uh kinda of put the hammer down on uh, Warren Central and Oh yeah. And, uh but you know, they uh and Warren was ranked fifth. uh right. Center Grove hadn't lost in a long time. They were right. fourteen and zero state champs a year ago and they got off to a good start. So yeah. you know, they Lafayette Jeff uh, is a good football team. They got beat by Crosstown or Cross Something Rival, yeah. twenty seven, twenty midway West. Yeah, that'd Lafayette. be Crosstown, yeah. Yeah. Um and uh so it they're uh you know, uh, that's a big rivalry. Yeah. Uh, Lafayette Jeff is always ranked in the in the 6a poll their schedule may not measure up a little bit to some of the other teams so uh, they have a problem you know people have a problem both yeah. I think it's going to be that way probably most of the year sure uh, I'm not sure anybody can beat Center Grove
0: right I just wanted to go back and I don't know whether we mentioned it or not but that center Grove uh, score against Warren Central was substantial 38 to 14 center uh, right. Grove so that was uh, a okay pretty uh heavy beat down there by uh center grove um and then of course lafayette jeff that was a tight one 27 21 and that is a cross-town rivalry uh the river splits them apart but uh you know they're always going at each other and of course you know brownsburg of course we talked to the people from brownsburg and uh you know they, they've got a storied program there that just uh you know keeps on putting out uh some really good football teams so uh that's uh, certainly another example of it because Ben Davis is uh, certainly one of the top teams in the state also. So like you said, six A's, yeah, six A's going to be a, a lot of fun to watch uh, as we head, uh, down through the season and on into the state championships. All right, yeah,
1: we had Mike Golden on uh, yes. a few weeks ago, and uh, you know he won a couple state championships at Brownsburg back mm-hmm. in the '80s. So, right. um, yeah, they're they're used to winning football games. No Absolutely.
0: Uh, but then you got New Palestine, and I see uh, what uh, took place there. Number five, New Palestine.
1: Yeah, well, they were number five, but they got beat by number eight. Right. In, in the five a. Decatur Central is a really good football team,
2: mm-hmm. and it
1: was a thirty-one to twenty-eight. Uh, there, I think there's probably going to be some like that again, because New Pal is a really good football team. There's oh no yeah. No question about that. So, yeah. uh, you know, it's, it, it was only a three-point game, and it, you know, it's interesting. Uh, well, it'll be interesting to see how the poll looks this week when you know when we see how this uh, how the, the games worked out on Friday night.
2: Right. So, and, Right. Uh, Will
1: hurt New Pal, as far as their ranking, probably. Sure. Uh, you know, when people get beat, they have a tendency to vote for other people. Certainly. You know, but uh, you know, I, they're just uh, they're just a good football team. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again,
0: and you know, a lot of the coaches you talk to, and of course, uh, the head coach I work with right now, they, I mean, they consider these two first games, especially since they're out of conference, is just kind of like, you know, these are the games that we play to see. You know just how good we are and what we have to do to get better before we get into conference play, and that's what's taking place also. So
1: yeah, it's um, the way they do it. Sure. It's, uh, and it's, it's the right way. Yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: You know there were a couple of games I'll mention in five uh, A. Bloomington South uh, looks like they're going to be back to being pretty good because right. uh, they beat New Albany fifty to twenty.
0: I saw that. Yeah. So
1: that's a lot of points. Yeah, it is. Point, I tell you that. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, number 10, Mishawaka beat, uh, Mishawaka Marion, who is a uh, 3A school, who was runner up, he, uh, not runner up, I guess they got beaten in the semi-state by Indianapolis Cathedral, who won the state or Indianapolis Chittard, who won the state a year ago in 3A and has moved up to 4A, but, uh, Mishawaka won 43 to 16. And it, it's really kind of, um, well, it didn't, it's, it wasn't that bad because, mm-hmm. I sat here Friday night and watched a replay on Channel 46 mm-hmm. with Chuck Freeby uh, and Nagel. Uh, you know, they, sure. they had that game as far as the game of the week. And, mm-hmm. uh, right before the half, Mishawaka got a couple of scores and and it was just, uh, it, it wasn't that bad. But boy, Mishawaka uh, is a physical, physical sure. yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see when Mishawaka plays Warsaw, for right. instance, Two physical teams who run the option type offense, and uh, it—you know—you uh, better get there because uh, the game will be—it'll uh, be a quick game. I tell you, that. <laughs> yeah, it will be. And There's uh, got a lot of air going on the, on the football in, in those kind of games. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, in the Mishawaka course now, as uh, this will be their second year in the Northern Lakes Conference, so it's yeah, that game uh, probably will play a role uh, in who wins the conference. So you know, no question about that, that is going to be uh, a game that we might want to take a real close look at as we uh, move on through. Uh, that'll be about what the third, third or fourth game I think for Warsaw after they play Plymouth first in the conference, and then um, so that's going to be a, a barn burner. So
3: yeah,
1: well I noticed that Warsaw talking about Warsaw six a uh, kind of put the hammer down and beat. Uh, what, a Dublin Kaufman? Yeah. The team of, uh, Out of Ohio. Columbus, Ohio Columbus. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they took the option offense and uh, hammered them with it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I was, of course, witness to that game. And, uh, yeah, this Dublin Kaufman team, uh, I, they hadn't seen anything like the flex bone. And uh, uh, it caused them all kinds of problems, no question about it. But anyway, moving on, let's take a look at uh, where we're we at. 4A, um, Ron Colley um man they keep on rolling don't they
1: yeah they're uh you know they're defending state champs and i think they won 55 to seven. right and they beat they beat uh southport who's a 6 8 team and um you know we talked to the head coach of uh, ron collie a couple weeks ago and uh he was expecting to be good and uh
2: And they are. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you
1: that. Well. You know, now 4A is a little bit like 6A in that uh, there are teams uh, who are really, really close and they're up in that area and they're going to be, especially up in the northwest corner of Indiana, the people mm. like Hobart, Lowell, and some of those people. And they're going to kind of get, you know, whoever's hot that night is going to, is going to come out on top. So right. uh, there were like uh, I think four top ten teams that got beat uh, in the uh, in the games on Friday night in four mm. A. Uh, so you know it's just a matter of uh, you know who who's hot who's not. I right. Guess, you know? yeah, course, yeah. You know, of course, Lowell got beat by Crown Point. Crown Point. Uh, we'll mention uh, there's a guy by the name of Craig Busea, who is now the head coach at Crown Point, who mm-hmm. here, used to be uh coach at uh, Portage and uh, went to Illinois at Homewood-Flossmoor and uh, has been outstanding over there. And so he's back in Indiana now. Um,
0: well, I just wanted to take a look there. I was, Hobart um, got beat by Chesterton um, as we look at 4A. And as you mentioned, Lowell got... Uh, Beat by Crown Point, boy, there's a that's a rivalry that's uh, you know just right down the road, and then Evansville Memorial uh, got beat by Jasper. Evansville Memorial was number ten in the polls, I believe, if that's why I read this
1: right. You know they've been really good for the last few years. John Early, the head football coach there, and Jasper and Vincent's Lincoln uh, just joined a year ago. The SIAC, which is the Southern Indiana Athletic Conference. Mm-hmm. And um, before that, there were seven Evansville schools and Castle High School in that conference. So now it's a 10 team conference. Oh, wow. And of course, uh, you know, what Jerry Brewer did for 47 years oh, along yeah. with Jasper is, uh, is uh, to be sure is a. Uh, you know, something to look at. No, absolutely.
0: Hall of Famer and everything else.
1: uh, Jasper, you know, they may be coming back. They've had a a few seasons where they haven't been as good as they were before, but uh, Jasper is, it's a single team town. Right. And um, it's very, very important. Jasper, Uh, football is very important. Mm -hmm. Uh, Baseball is extremely. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, uh, that's that's Jasper B. Evansville Memorial. So, you know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Moving on and taking a look at uh, Class Three A, Danville uh, squares off with Franklin, and uh, comes up a twenty to thirteen winner over uh, Franklin.
1: And, yeah, uh, Danville uh, was a uh, state champion runner up last year. Uh, they got beat by uh, Chicard and uh, Jamie uh, Comer. Uh, head coach, uh, we talked to him last week, and uh, they're excited again about uh, Danville. They're excited about what's going on there, and their program is on the upswing. He's gone from fifty kids in the program to ninety kids in the yeah, program.
2: Wow! Wow!
1: Um, and uh, you know, so it's a uh, it, it's going to be interesting there because uh, you know Lawrenceburg was uh, number two in three uh, A and. East Central put it on them. We already talked about that,
2: you know, right? But, right.
1: Uh, you know, as I look at it, three A. There, there were some people that uh, you know, like for instance, Gibson Southern, uh, which is uh, down there uh, in the Evansville area, uh, beat Columbus North forty-three to twenty. Now, Gibson Southern's a three A school. Columbus North is a six A school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, wow, yeah. I'm guessing. I'm guessing that somebody down, whoever in the 3A, somebody's going to vote them number one. Right. Next week. That's what I'm guessing now because that is very, very impressive. Sure. I'll tell you, that. Mm-hmm. you know, and uh, Western Boone, uh, which uh, all the fans from Western Boone, they call them Weebo.
2: Right. And right.
1: Uh, they, uh, you know, they're up a class. They
2: mm-hmm. were in
1: 2A and they won, what, three state state champions, three straight state champions. Right. And now they're, the success factor moves them up to 3A, and uh, they scored a whole bunch of points uh, uh, on Sheridan. I know Bud Wright's probably still reeling a little bit. I was like 50 to 13 or something.
0: So, yeah, 55 to 13, um, yeah.
1: You know, They'll they were it on 33. They're, you know, the, now they're in a the 3A class. Of course, Sheridan's a 1A school. So. Right. Right. Uh, but uh, there's some really good teams in that 3A, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. All right, Coach, moving on and taking a look at uh, our guys down in the 2A uh, classification there. Andrean squared off with 6A Meriville, and, of course, Meriville's near and dear to our heart because of our good friend and former athlete and student, uh, Brad Cease, who is was the head coach at Meriville. And uh, Andrean, I actually talked to Brad a little bit about it uh, yesterday. Um, and uh, Andrean hung in there, but uh, uh, Merivale's got a kid that ran for over 200 yards. And once they got into the third quarter, they took charge of it and uh, topped the 59ers by a score of 47 to 21. So that was a yeah. That was a battle. Uh,
1: schedule's brutal early.
0: Right. Do they right. play
1: Crown Point next week at Crown Point? Wow. All right. 6 a school. The right. Week after that, they play Grand Rapids Central Catholic. Oh my. one of the <laughs> best teams? Right. And, you know, and uh, and we talked last week, we talked to uh, Chris Skinner, who's the head football coach at Andrean, and he said, you know, that this is what their, their kids want to do. This is what their coaching staff wants to do. They want to play people as far as the best competition they could play. Right. And, uh, you know, obviously, uh, I don't think he wanted to talk about it, but I think obviously uh, as they get through that uh, wham-bam kind of a schedule, uh, you know, when it gets to be 2A uh, time in the state tournament, that's got to help them. Right. I mean, there's, you know, the comp- competitive factor because when they play against those kind of people, that, you know, 21 points against Maryville, is, to me, that's pretty uh, impressive.
0: Yeah, oh, absolutely, because they play good defense, no question about it there. but uh, And, of course, they're playing, a you know, a big 6A school there also, so that's, you know, all that much more impressive. Take a look at the Pioneer Seneca score there. Pioneer uh, um, got uh, was number five in the state in Class Two A, and uh, Seneca uh, put the hammer on him at twenty-eight to nothing. If I read this right.
1: Yeah, that's. Uh, I hate to cor- correct you, but it's Indianapolis Socina.
0: Oh, Socina, uh, yeah. Did I? Yeah, okay.
1: Indianapolis but uh, yeah, Pioneer is a former state champion. They won a couple yeah. of state champions. Uh Adam Barry's the head coach there. Uh, uh, I think he's going to be uh, uh, one of our featured games next week. Uh, you know, I was kind of surprised that it was 28 to nothing. But uh, obviously, Odd Hurley's been at Ticina forever. And uh, they are a very good football team. And uh, also, uh, another former state champ over and over and over and over, Lafayette Central Catholic, oh, yeah. this year has moved up from 1A to 2A. And uh, they, were, uh, they got beat uh what thirty four to thirty two? Yeah I think by yeah. Tri West. By
0: Tri West. Mm-hmm.
1: I kinda look like Tri West is a three A school. Uh, so I kinda look for Tri West to show up in the three A poll this week. Sure. Uh you know, but in two A uh teams like Eastbrook, uh Evansville Modern Day, uh Heritage Christian. Right. Uh the uh Triton Central, right. uh, you know, Garen Catholic. Those are really, really staple teams in uh, in their, you know, in their division and just keep, uh, they just keep winning. They just right. keep winning. They just keep winning. So, uh, 2A is a, it's a really a settled kind of a class, you know, because right. I don't know if, it's, if I'm right or whether I'm wrong, but I, I do think that uh, I do think that two uh, A is uh, is the uh, most stable, you know, stable right. class in all the in all the states. All the classes, kind of yeah, because, you know,
0: mm-hmm. sure, sure. Okay, jumping down to one A, uh, Covenant Christian um, took out Speedway. It was a tight ball game, twenty six to twenty one. Is what your report sent yeah, they to, got, they sent they to they me?
1: Sent to me. Oh, they beat. got beat. Okay. Uh, Yeah, Speedway. I'm sorry. Uh, We talked to uh, the head coach. uh,
0: uh, Covenant Christian, yeah.
1: Yeah. uh, Covenant Christian, and he's kind of in the same boat as Adrian, okay, because their schedule is such that they like to play people. And, uh, you know, like a year ago, for instance, uh, they had a guy that was an interim uh, coach. Uh, He's now the – He's now the defensive coordinator. Right. And uh he, you know, they they came out of nowhere. Sure. Okay? And uh one state championship. <laughs> yeah. now what he said was they had a running back uh who came from Howe because they closed Howe and all at once it was like lights out.
2: Right, okay? right.
1: And so uh but uh their schedule also is a little bit like Andrea, not quite as bad, but you right. know, they're in the same conference with Indianapolis Roncalli, with oh, Indianapolis yeah. Guard Cathedral Catholic, Yeah.
0: Heritage
1: Christian. I mean
0: Yeah. Wow. Oh my. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So well, um, you know, it, it's it's just exciting, uh, to have the new season in front of us there and uh, you know, going through and talking about these different games and uh, what's uh, going on in the classes. I mean I mean, re, even in the first week, obviously, you have upsets of people that, uh, you know, someone's rank certain high. But I must say, you know, the first first week of ratings usually are based a lot on what a team did last year. Is that accurate or not in your mind?
1: Yeah, no, I think so. I think, you know, because you talk to Eric Moore, we talked to Eric Moore, uh, you know, who's 6A uh, number one team, and he says, that's the way he votes uh, every year, right? You know, somebody has got to beat uh, the state champion uh, if they're, you know, he's going to he's going to rank them number one.
0: So, Absolutely,
1: you know, I mean it's, you know, we've got, you know, like for instance, Eric Moore is at uh, Center Grove, right? They're right. ranked number one and six A state returning state champs yeah cathedral returning state champs in 5a run right. returning state champs in 4a mm-hmm. danville state runner-up in 3a right. okay and drayen got beat i think in the semi-state and coveted christian state champ in 1a
0: right right so there you go you know yeah
1: So, and i think that's the right
0: i think that's the right i mean you have to beat the champ in order to take a spot so i think that's uh, ac- absolutely accurate but uh as I'm saying here, you know, and that's what makes it so great to watch it all and see it all and take it all in is that uh, week by week, uh, these guys are faced with these different challenges from uh, these different people. And, uh, you know, um, it's it's that's why we play the game. It's so much fun to watch it and see that kind of competition. It's mean, it's really great. so.
1: Can't
0: beat high school football. No, I believe. I mean, I was Friday night there at the Warsaw. The house was just packed wall-to-wall, and even uh, the guys from Dublin, Ohio, uh, were over there and pretty much forced, too. So it was just a, an exciting atmosphere, As and we have that all over the state of Indiana on Friday nights. So that's yep. really great. Yep. Well, Coach, I tell you what, that's kind of wrapping things up there as we take a look at, uh, you know, what uh, took place in this first week. And uh, we've got the interviews And um, we'll uh, be listening to uh, the interviews that you had, the talks you had with the coaches and the coaches that were the winners. We'll include those uh, in our broadcast and you'll hear uh, some of that. So um, we're just going to go from uh, there and uh, that's the way we will proceed. Okay, let's get started here. Coach Ted had a chance to talk to Coach Corey Yolman, the head coach of the Penn Kingsmen, before the game on Friday night. And here's what Coach Yeoman had to say to Coach Huber.
4: Corey Yeoman, head coach of the Penn Kingsmen, who will play the Valparaiso Vikings on Friday night in Valparaiso. And uh, looks like a heck of a matchup to me. Uh, Corey, what do you see?
3: Well, I mean, they've great team in Valparaiso in the last three or four years. The last three years alone, they've been in the Final Four every year and been in the state finals once. So, I mean, they've got it going.
4: Yep, they um, and they're excited about the game. Obviously, uh, talked to Bill about it, and uh, you know, what do you see as the keys, Corey?
3: Well, I mean, you look at them and, and the. I mean, they've always been able to. they run the ball extremely well. They've got a, a veteran offensive line back and a, one of the running backs, and then when you return your quarterback, who uh, you know the, their starting quarterback last year got hurt, in, in, in our game last year, in the game week one, and and. and you know he came in and played the rest of the season and did a great job. So he's got some. He's got some really good wide receivers as well too. And, and they've always been very very stingy defensively as well too. So I mean we've got to find a way. You know offensively to get first downs and, and then defensively try to get off the field and, and uh, uh, put the ball back in, in our offense's hands. So how do you,
4: how do you, how's your kicking game?
3: You know what, I mean, we've got uh, our, our return, our punter, and kicker, which is nice, uh, you know. So, again, the, the, the big question mark is naturally because of the scrimmage format and everything else, I mean, going live, live with, you know, all your punt teams and your kickoff and your kickoff return team, that's always a big deal, that first game. And, you know, what I mean? and, and, and making sure that they're as, as sharp as what you, you need it to be.
4: Exactly. Okay, so you – but you're looking forward to it. And I know uh, no, uh, they're game. looking it's forward to it. Go ahead. I'm great
0: sorry. Great
3: game, great program. You know, it's, it's a great matchup. I mean, we're two very similar schools, and, and community-wise, and everything else. So, uh, yeah, it's a class act. A great program at Gulf Rays always has been. And you know, when when Hoffman was there, and Dave's there, and Bill's continued that, and, and uh, uh, it's, it's always been a good fit for us.
4: Yep, yeah, and and uh, it uh, kind of is a measuring stick. I think um, well, I mean, you know
3: where you're at. Yeah, we play teams like this early on, and, and uh, you know it, it shows you where you're at and what you need to work on, and uh, you know before the conference season starts and the, and the sectional starts. So I guarantee you they'll find weaknesses and point them out to us. I just okay. hope they don't find
4: too many of them. So. <laughs> exactly right. Hey, I appreciate it, and uh, have a nice bus trip. Hey, thanks a lot, Coach. Great talking to you. All right, you too. Bye bye
0: right next up is coach marshall from the head coach of the valparaiso vikings and here's what he had to say to coach huber regarding the game the big game friday night against penn up at valparaiso coach bill marshall
4: of valparaiso vikings uh against the penn kingsman on friday night in valparaiso uh how do you look at that bill hey ted again yeah thanks for the phone call um uh, You know, since I've been here, which is now going into my 16th
5: year, uh, Penn has always been a great measuring stick to see where we are. Uh, as you know, the Doolin Athletic Conference is very competitive, uh, and the Penn Kingsmen have always been uh, at one of those top-tier teams. So, um, you know, we're excited about the opportunity to get to play them again. Uh, and, you know, as far as I'm concerned, and as long as they'll have me as the head football coach here at Valpo High, uh, I would love to have a, a contract with Penn High School to be able to play them each and every year because of the quality of their kids, the quality of their coaches, and the program as a whole.
4: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm very familiar, obviously, with Penn and with Valpo since Hoffy and I have been friends for 40 years. And, uh, you know, now he's relaxing in Florida, right? Uh, anyway, we're working, so to speak. Uh, what do you see, Bill, uh, as the keys on Friday night?
5: You know, offensively, I think we've been stressing with our kids that we have to be able to go ahead and run the football.
3: Uh, Last
5: year at their place, they did some things to us that uh, we had not seen out of them in the past. And so very early on, they stifled our run. Uh, But, you know, I think what we're going to need to do is uh, if they decide to stay in that same defense, we're going to have to throw them uh, into a position where we can run the football. So get them out of a defense where – you know, they're stifling the run and, and make them cover the full width and length of the field with our, our aerial assault uh, to kind of loosen up the ability for us to go ahead and run against them. Uh, defensively, uh, you know, Penn has been known for their ground game. Uh, And so being able to stop both inside and outside zone, uh, doing that in a multitude of ways, whether it be with added pressure uh, or just movement up front or with our linebacking core, I think is going to be a key defensively. Uh, And then special teams, you know, no matter which team Penn comes across, uh, special teams, they always seem to have a leg up. Uh, So we want to minimize big plays. uh, And then on our side of the specials, we want to be able to go ahead and control what we can control. So good snaps good kicks, good returns, uh, and keep the possession of the ball uh, as ours versus turning it over.
4: Sounds like a a successful plan, Bill. And I'm sure, uh, you know, you'll do everything you can to make it happen. So we appreciate you uh, being with us, and uh, good luck on Friday night.
5: Great. Thanks so much, and thanks for the time and all you guys are doing for IHSA football. Okay. Thank you
4: very much,
0: Bill. Bye-bye. And it turned out to be a big win for Valparaiso up at Valparaiso as they defeated the Kingsmen by a score of 35-7. to Coach Huber had a chance to talk to Coach Marshall after the big game on Friday night.
4: We have Bill Marshall here after the ball game, 35-7 victor over Penn. Bill, congratulations, and tell us about it.
5: It's just an exciting time, obviously, to be a Vikings. Um, You know a big thing for these seniors all 40 plus of them was uh, we've graduated some some amazing players the last couple of years and uh, some of these younger guys have kind of lived in the shadows of those players and for them to come out and and show out like they did uh, is a true testament to who they are as kids and uh, just how resilient they are you know
4: some of them are JV players all the way up through their junior year but now getting the chance to shine as seniors I couldn't ask for anything more for this crew. Okay, um, I'm surprised I don't know were were you surprised at the outcome
5: (laughs) you know what as always and you know this as a coach it's it's cautiously optimistic we saw some things that we we liked on film uh, saw some advantages that maybe we thought that we had and a couple
3: of wrinkles that we put in
5: uh, but at the same time uh, nothing's ever taken for granted because of uh, the Penn Kingsmen and Coach Yeoman and uh, just a tremendous program that they are and, and, and the history of that program as well is something always worth to be respected.
4: Yeah, and, um, you know, it's 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 great to have games like that, especially to start the season. So, hey, congratulations. We really appreciate you talking to us and uh, enjoy the weekend. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Stay healthy. Okay. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Next up, it was a battle between Westfield and Indianapolis Cathedral. Coach Huber had a chance to talk to Jake Gilbert, the head coach of the Westfield, the Shamrocks, before the big game on Friday night.
4: Coach Jake Gilbert, Westfield, plays Indianapolis Cathedral Friday night, number one team in 5A. Uh, coach Gilbert, first of all, thanks for doing this. And second of all, uh, how, do you look, how do you look at the matchup with uh, Cathedral?
3: For us, Cathedral is outstanding. They embarrassed us last year, at least outplayed us and outcoached us. Uh, I think we'll be more prepared playing them a second time this year than we were last year, Uh, but they are outstanding. Uh, Like I said, very well coached, huge offensive line. Uh, Great young quarterback, even though he's untested. Uh, I really liked her. Probably the best tight end tandem in, in the state. And good receivers, so they're going to score points. Hopefully not as many on us as they did last year, but they are going to score. And then defensively, they just are so solid, so well coached. They've got a great middle linebacker and a great free safety,
2: and I just think great defenses uh, are are tremendous right up the middle. So we like to run the ball. Um, You know, they make that pretty hard. They
4: just play that stacked defense to perfection. So big challenge for us, but we're really looking forward to it. Can't yeah. Well, uh, you know, you might as well start out with the best, right? Uh, yeah, and uh, get yourself right into the right into the season. So, what are uh, some of the keys you think for uh, for the Rocks to be successful? Yeah, I, I would say, uh, you know, for to beat a team like this, I, you know, I think we're going to have to win the turnover battle. I think last year they also. Uh, they just owned the field position on us. So they they were great on special teams. Uh, We weren't. So those are a couple of things. Just we can't give them – they're going to have enough success in just their offense and defense. We can't give them extra
3: charitable opportunities by turning the ball over or losing special teams. So I think that's a huge part of it that we had to win probably in those areas to win the game. We're going to have to stop to run. Like I said, huge O-line. But then also find a way to pressure this first-year starting quarterback. I mean, he's an exceptional talent. So we're going to have to get him on the move somehow. So I think that that's going to be a challenge for our guys up front defensively to make sure that we don't get pushed out of there when they run the ball and also find a way to get to their quarterback. It's going to be tough. So I think those are – Kind of the biggest areas that we're going to have to find a way, and then we have to generate an explosive play. They just don't—they you know, don't bust much. They don't let you get behind them. They don't miss a lot of tackles. They outnumber you at the point of attack. And so somehow, some way, we're going to, have to manufacture some explosive plays, and they don't give up very many.
4: Okay, so uh, you know, I was talking to Bill the other day because of. Uh, uh, on our show this week, we had the number one-ranked teams in all classes, and uh, you know it was interesting uh, that he alluded to to Westfield uh, as as he went along, and and uh, he knows that uh, you'll be ready. Uh, he said that uh, he doesn't look uh, like it's going to be what it was a, a year ago, so uh, I guess that I guess that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I can't get. Yeah, It was pretty, pretty rough
3: out there. But it, it turned out to be good for our team, as crazy as that sounds. We got our butts kicked, but uh, I think we played pretty well practiced pretty well after that. Uh, we'd rather win the game uh, this year. Uh, but I, I'm definitely just looking forward to competing hard and competing against the best. And if our team can
4: bring that kind of hard toughness, then I look forward to going toe-to-toe with the Irish. Well, that's um – Commendable on your part, and we wish you all the luck in the world, and uh, I guess go Rocks. Go Rocks. Thank you. Okay. Thanks a lot, Coach.
0: Well, we just heard from the Shamrock Coach. Now we're going to go hear from the Irish Coach, as Coach Huber had a chance to talk with Coach Peebles, the head coach of Indianapolis Cathedral, the Irish.
4: Coach Peebles of Indianapolis Cathedral plays Westfield on Friday night. Uh, Westfield 6A2, Cathedrals 5A1. Uh, we as spectators look at it as a dream matchup. Bill, how do you look at it?
6: Uh, I understand why the spectators and fans would think this is a, a great matchup. And I'm sure for them, being there on Friday night or watching it online or on TV, it should be a, a great matchup. Uh, but as a coach, it's, uh, it's a little bit daunting. Uh, Westfield is a great team. Uh, and it, they're, they're going to be a tough matchup. Period. The end. They, they have some great players. Uh, they don't have, you know, their team that is complete. They don't have any holes. And then they have some really special players on a complete team. So uh, their quarterback's outstanding, running back outstanding, defensive lineman is a, a, a top tier recruit. So we, we have
2: our, you know, jobs cut out for us, and it's going to be a tough game. And I hope that we can hang
6: with it.
4: Okay. Uh... What are the keys you think uh, for uh, for the Irish? Sure. You know, offensively, we're going to have
6: sophomore quarterback start, and uh, uh, you know Danny O'Neill. He's
2: 15 years old. He
6: doesn't turn 16 until well after the season. Um, you know, there's a lot on his plate, and um, in our offense, we ask our quarterbacks to do a lot. So, really, one of our keys is to keep it simple for him and protect him, and not just the offensive line protect him in pass pro. The kind of play calling and, and all that, protecting him to make sure we're not asking him to do too much um, in his first outing against one of the top teams in Indiana. So we, we've got to make sure that we manage him well. Uh, you know, because one mistake, the turnover, is going to be the difference in this game. Um, defensively, we have to really work hard to limit their quarterback uh, and, and their running back. Now, those guys are Division One scholarship level kids. Uh, and grab to find a way to, to minimize their impact in the game and hopefully make it one-dimensional. Uh, but that's easier said than done. That they, uh, they're both outstanding players.
4: What an opener. What an opener. I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much, and good luck on Friday night. Thanks, Tim. Thank you, Bill. Yeah.
0: Bye-bye. Yeah. Well, it was everything it was billed to be, the battle between Westfield and Indianapolis Cathedral. But by the time the smoke cleared, the Irish came out on top in a tough one in a defensive struggle by the score of 14 to nothing. Here's Coach Huber talking to Coach Peebles after the game.
4: Bill Peebles here in Indianapolis Cathedral, 14 to zero winner over Westfield tonight in the big battle here in Westfield, Indiana. So, Bill, congratulations.
6: Thank you, Ted. is is a it was a big win and it was a, it was two really good teams. It's kind of an old fashioned football game, a lot of defense, a lot of hard
4: hitting. Um, and, and you know, the kids played a well the game, both sides of the ball. It was a very physical football game. Okay, it sounded like a defensive battle. Uh, how'd the sophomore quarterback do?
6: He did well. He was uh, you know, he managed the game well. He he did well enough. Our offense did well enough tonight. We weren't spectacular.
2: We got stuck in the red zone four times without scoring tonight, which was kind of the negative. Uh, But he put in a nice game. You know, no no turnovers for our offense. Um, He was 22 of of
6: 33 for 260 yards and a touchdown. So he did what he's supposed to do. It's a a really good first outing for a young man.
4: Okay. All right. Looking forward to uh, talking to you again down the road. Congratulations. Enjoy the weekend. Thank you, Ted. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Next up, we're going to head down to the Southland as we are going to be featuring the game that includes East Central against Lawrenceburg. And Coach Huber had a chance to talk to Coach Miners, the head coach of East Central, before the big game at Lawrenceburg on Friday night.
4: We have Jake Miners, the East Central head coach, who is going to make a trip to Lawrenceburg, Indiana, to play... Uh, the Lawrenceburg football team there, and uh, 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 how do how do you look at this matchup, Jake? Yeah, well, we're really excited uh, to, to play Lawrenceburg week one. Uh, Lawrenceburg Lawrenceburg brings back a, a very
7: experienced crew uh, that they, they pretty much have had the same uh, guys playing varsity in the last three years, and uh, they've had a lot of success. They're coming off of uh, two straight years where they've won the sectional title. And uh, gotten knocked out in the regionals uh, to, to to some very good football teams. Uh, so so we know that they're a very uh, good football team. Uh, Garrett Yun, their quarterback, is going to uh, going be a four year starter for them. Uh, he's very impressive. He's had back to back seasons uh, with over 2,000 yards uh, passing and a thousand yards rushing. So so we got to work that out for us. Um, but but we are very excited uh, to go down to Lawrenceburg. Um, it's always a great county rivalry for us, uh, and going down there playing in the pit is uh, one of the cooler venues
4: to, to play high school football. Okay. The pit's been there a long time, hasn't it? Yeah. 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 Okay. It's been there back. Dick Meter, you never heard of him. But anyway, Dick Meter was a head coach there. Uh, yeah, I know the name. Yeah, do you know the name? Okay. Uh, yep. And, of course, Ryan's done a whale of a job there, so how do you look at uh, the game as far as what are the keys uh, that you see in the game? Yeah, for us, uh, first and foremost, is it's
7: going down there and handling the crowd. Um, you know, coming off of the year where we had all the COVID restrictions and all sorts of things going on, uh, this year we won't have to have the COVID restrictions, uh, at least for game one. And, uh, you know, I, I expect it to be a sellout crowd. Um,
2: I expect it to be uh, crazy. So, for our high school guys, uh, we just really need to manage our emotions. Uh,
7: we really need to just settle into the game of football that we play. Um, you know, we can't turn the – just like in the game, uh, we got to manage the clock for us. Uh, we got to play stout defense. And, and we have to create, a, create turnovers and not uh, turn the football over. And that, That's just – those are the keys to our success and the brand and the style that we play. Uh, but we definitely can't give Lawrenceburg more possessions uh, by turning the football. Last two years the key in the game has been turnovers. Uh, we created a lot more turnovers, uh, you know, than what we, uh, than us turning the football over. And I think that
4: turned to, out to be the uh, difference in the game. Yeah, well, uh, this is a good measuring stick, I think, you know, and it's, and it's not like, you know, poor East Central has never won a football game, right? I mean, you guys have <laughs> You guys have uh, been very, very good for quite a long time. So uh, this ought to be a whale of a game. I know I'm looking forward to it, and we appreciate you uh, giving us a little bit of time. I know you're busy, and uh, uh, good luck. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on. Okay. Thanks a lot, Jake. Bye-bye.
0: Well, unfortunately, Coach Huber was unable to get a hold of anyone from the Lawrenceburg staff to make commentary on the game before. And uh, as a result of that, we do have only one interview left, and that's the interview with Coach Miners as he celebrated the big victory over Lawrenceburg by a score of 34-6 to down on the river. Here's what Coach had to say to Coach Ted Huber.
4: We have Jake Miners, head coach, East Central. 34 to six winner last night over Lawrenceburg. Uh, Jake, first of all, congratulations on the win. Uh, Second of all, can you tell us about it? Yeah, well thank you very much. You know, it was a big night for our program. Lawrenceburg is a fantastic football team. They returned a ton of seniors this year. They're gonna win a lot of football games
7: this year. But, you know, last night was a hard fought battle. It really was a game of attrition with the weather. Uh, and how humid it was. Uh, they, they had several players play both ways. Uh, we were two platoons, and I think that had uh, quite an impact on the game. Uh, but, but our, our defense, uh, you know, showed up and played very well against a very stout offense. And uh, I can't say enough about um, they, they played extremely tough, extremely hard. Uh, we ended up rotating about 16 to 18 guys on defense and every single one of them stepped up. Um, and, and offensively, uh, we were able to Um, It's a big um, play, which really changed the momentum of the the game. And you know, we have some things to clean up. We we had
2: a few penalties, a few turnovers, uh, but overall,
4: it's a great night for the Trojans. Well, it sounds like it, and uh, you know, what a way to start the year. Uh, You know, I never did get a hold of your uh, your opponent. Okay, Ryan. I don't know how we we missed, but uh, anyway. you know, I'm uh, very, very happy for you, very happy for East Central High School. And uh, who do you have next week? Thank you. Uh, we, we play Harrison, Ohio.
7: Our, uh, our rival, uh, they're a couple miles away from us, just oh. right over
4: the border. Okay, that's right. You're right there. I can remember going down and uh, walking the field with Rod Ballard uh, yeah. about yeah. 100 years ago. And I think... Uh, I think he was watering it because he was going to play somebody that was faster than him. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, there's a few less cool stories out there like that. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, well, I appreciate uh, taking the time, and congratulations again, and uh, I'm sure we'll see you down the road. All right, thank you. I appreciate All right. it. Thank you, Jake. Bye-bye.
0: Well everyone, it was a fantastic first week in Indiana High School football, and we're so happy that all of you tuned in to listen to all of the commentary, as well as all of the interviews from all of the great coaches around the state and our featured football games. And next week, we've got more features we'll be uh, talking about and featuring, in the north, the Pioneer-Winnemac game, and in the central part of the state, Mooresville, squares off with Danville, and in the south, evansville Modern day will face castle those are the three games that we're going to be featuring next week as well as we'll be doing a kind of a roundup on each one of the classes and some of the top battles that took place between the uh, teams the top teams that are ranked in the state we want to encourage everyone all you coaches out to make sure make out there to make sure that you do vote uh, every sunday night those of you who are designated to do so coach huber is on the phones and putting together the coaches' poll, which appears on Monday. So we encourage everyone to do that, and we thank everyone for tuning in and supporting the Indiana High School Football All-Star podcast and the Digest. And we certainly are happy to be able to talk to all of the great football people. We know that Coach Tally would be very happy because, as all of you know, he always loved to hang around football people. As for myself and Coach Ted Huber, I'm Coach Dave Baumgartner. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, football, like the game of life, is tough. You get knocked down every once in a while, but that means you get right back up. And all of you guys do a great job of teaching our kids that fundamental principle. Have a great week, everyone, of practice, and good luck next Friday night.